0: The RPG After Years is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Find out more at probablywork.com. This is Troidal Power, the host of Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast. The podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. And right now on Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, I, your host, Troidal Power, am playing through Golden Sun. You should come listen to me play Golden Sun on Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power. Find it and a lot of other weird stuff at probablywork.com.
1: Welcome to the RPG After Years, your weekly show covering all things RPGs, past, present, and future. I'm Jay. I'm Scott.
0: And I'm Rich.
1: Today we are covering the PS5 Showcase, and specifically the reveal for Final Fantasy XVI.
2: Woo! Woo! Hey, you didn't say that with nearly enough energy. It's I was Final, like, Final <laughs> Fantasy 16 was revealed, man."
1: <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Come yeah. on. <laughs> so today we do have an RPG club meeting at the end of the episode. Uh so we are going to skip our uh our, our um catch oh, up. I don't even remember. Yeah, the catch up. I don't even <laughs> remember what it's called anymore cuz we we haven't been doing We it. never do it anymore. There's <laughs> so many reviews and clubs and we're on it (sighs) yep so let's just go straight to the save state so the first thing to mention is that the rpg after years does have a really awesome patreon so with our patreon some of the benefits uh, that you get are early episode access ad-free episodes you can get access to the aftercast which is a fun little uh, like side podcast that we do where we Get a little uh, distance ourselves from the actual video games and start to dive into a little more, uh, uh, I don't know, social topics, but still try to relate them to video games. Uh, we also have some extra reviews out there, usually done uh, by Scott and Corey. They they are very into uh, playing games that Rich and I are not playing. Uh, <laughs> we also have RPG Club nominations and voting. Uh, And much more. So check that out on patreon.com forward slash RPG after years.
2: And speaking of the aftercast, we just released one, right? It was about uh, fitness and the correlation between fitness and gaming.
1: And that was uh, so, usually we try to keep the aftercast short, but that was like an entire hour. (laughs) We have a
2: lot to say about that. Yeah, we did. And And we
1: we will also be recording an aftercast episode today. So that's rare. Yep. to, To get. Them so close because usually we're like, okay, we're done recording. I'm
2: gonna see you. Actually, we're supposed to yep. do one of those every month, but uh, what this is the sixth one and we started in January, so
1: hey, hey, that's
2: not too hey, bad. We're too <laughs> behind, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, for those on Twitch with us, we will be recording the Aftercast right after this and we'll be streaming it. Normally, it's Patreon exclusive, but this is your one chance to catch it if you're not giving us money. Uh, <laughs> um, and quick, quick little hopeful news so i I
1: bought a gaming PC. Anybody on the discord will will see that. I'm very excited about it. so I bought all the parts and it's apparently good enough. I don't know anything <laughs> about about you yeah. know what's good and what's bad really. Um, but that's coming. and the first game I'm going to be playing on Steam is Final Fantasy 13 and you know streaming is so easy on the PC so i'm I'm looking forward to being able to to stream 13, especially since most people, I've probably played it and beat it at this point. So, I don't know. I feel like uh, nobody's going to get spoilers. And so, people may actually watch.
2: I will. I'll jump on whenever I can when you're streaming. Um, I love 13. So, the whole trilogy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward. Jay's been very excited about that. And I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes for him Because I want one too. So, <laughs> um, But yeah. So, on Twitch, we stream every episode. Um, live, usually 9 a.m., On Sundays, that's 9 a.m. Eastern. Not always. We try to announce our schedule ahead of time, but you know how it goes. You can find us at twitch.tv slash RPG after years.
0: Speaking of the RPG club that we mentioned, you have until October 4th to finish the game in Wild Arms. Again, the next RPG club will take place September. No, excuse me, October 4th. Somebody put the date wrong. Not bad. (laughs) I only read. I read what's in front of me.
1: You corrected yourself, though. I did. I was like, "Oh, I would not, not have right. corrected myself." I'm like, yes,
3: September fourth.
1: Are yeah.
2: you gonna make Up it next? Year. <laughs> Let's just uh, go on. We'll get there. Um, yeah. And then people have started asking what what the plan is for like the next game and all that for the RPG club. So the plan is uh, nominations will open that same day, October fourth, uh, for the patrons. The voting or the nominations will run one week and then the voting will open on October 11th, and then close a week after that on the 18th. At that point, we'll know what the game is, and we'll have our kickoff, like, everybody start playing one week after that. Um, So, yeah, look forward to that.
1: So, Bill also has a a show that he's doing solo all by himself. It's called Bill's JRPG Adventures and Other Trappings. Uh, So, what the um, monstania review has gone live, and his current game is Super Robot Wars. Uh, so check that out. He got a new mic, so his the quality is there. Very, very good. Uh, this, so something that I did not actually put down in the document, but I think the anime corner is actually going to happen. We did a uh, we did a vote in the uh, discord on uh some some shows for me to watch and then kind of monologue a review of a season or two or maybe the whole series if it's good enough um so that's going to be kicked off i'm not going to set a date for that though because i i want to take my time and i procrastinate but also uh i want it to be fun something that i that i enjoy to do um but i'm going to be starting that with the original full metal alchemist series i hate every single person who voted on that thank you you're welcome Um, so yeah, uh, check that out. That will be. I haven't decided whether I'm, that's going to be a, a Patreon benefit or if it's going if we're if I just want to release it to uh, to the wild. Uh, we will see though, depending on feedback.
2: Yep. And as you guys know, I, me and Corey have been very slowly working our way through Brotherhood, and we watched an episode last night, and something very different from the original series happened, and I'm pissed about it. So maybe I'll talk to you about that after this. Oh yes. <laughs> Um, and then one more announcement I think this might be the last time we announce this in the safe state of the podcast but we do have a merch store it is live it's got our album art and our logo all over it I think it'll have some more we've got some more art in the works by our artist Mrs. Dizzy and uh, yeah you can find that at Redbubble just search RPG after years
1: alrighty so let's move on to the news
2: I never have that ready.
3: Hear ye, hear ye, gather round for all your news. Stop your clatter and listen close. Alas, you won't believe your ears. Listen close for the news.
1: Alrighty, so the first item up on our news segment is the PC system requirements for Cyberpunk 2077 were released. Uh, doesn't look too crazy. Minimum system, require, uh, system requirements uh, are uh, is Windows. You need at least an i5 processor, eight gigabytes of memory. Um, a, I don't know, like a, I don't know anything about these graphic cards, but it, it looks rather tame. And then seventy gigabytes uh, of storage. But the recommended system requirements are quite a bit more than that. They do recommend having an i7 uh, or a Ryzen three. Um, yeah, I, everything, looking at this, my, the computer I just bought should be able to play this game. I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to do it on the PS4, uh, and then hopefully get it for the PS5 for free. Maybe, maybe Sony will do that. I don't know if that, if that was agreed on or not. Um, for the most part. For
2: Xbox, I can't remember if it was for Sony or not yeah huh, I'll find
0: out
1: yep so <laughs> this this seems relatively tame for the most part. The recommended system requirements do recommend twelve gigabytes of memory, which is kind of a lot for most people um but yeah this is this is pretty cool,
2: yeah so how future proof did you make your p c like do you think it's gonna be able to run like p s five shit?
1: um, I didn't make it that future proof I, I did not I can add more RAM to it because uh, it's only going to have sixteen gigabytes of RAM. I am um, pretty sure I have a decent graphics card that should last a little while, but I am pretty sure, like, like in a month, it's already going to be out of date. So, I mean, it it's certainly going to play everything that I would be play- that I would want to play on it for the known future. Because if it's out on the PS Five, I am going to get it for the PS Five, not the PC, most likely.
0: I just love it. He gets it day one out of date. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Son of a
2: bitch. <laughs> I think we'll probably in a little bit be talking about the the jump, the generational gap between PS4 and 5, but uh, we'll get there. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that apparently you will be able to play that. In related news, CD Projekt Red also has said that the campaign for Cyberpunk 2077 will apparently be shorter than The Witcher 3's, Because a lot of people didn't end up finishing the whole story.
1: They're coming at me, man. (laughs) I I saw this and I was like, God damn it. No. They knew. They knew. They knew.
2: (laughs) For those that don't know, the other day I saw a tweet from Jay about what your favorite game is. It's like, what what game are you playing now? What's your favorite game you're playing this year? And something like that. And what's your favorite game of all time? Jay put uh, Witcher 3. (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute. She hasn't even finished that. (laughs) No. So much. It's so much. So this is probably a good thing for you, right? Yes, it is.
1: It is a good thing for me. So The main campaign of The Witcher isn't that long. It's everything else
2: that is ridiculously time-consuming. Um, there's a quote here, the difference between a completionist run and a main story run. We do know that the main story run in Cyberpunk 2077 is slightly shorter than the Witcher 3 because we got a lot of complaints about Witcher 3's main story just being too long. Looking at the metrics, you see tremendous numbers of people played through that game really far, but never made it to the end. We want you to see the full story. So we did shorten the main story, but we have lots to do. And in terms of a completionist campaign, I just don't have that number. (laughs) <laughs> thanks guy <laughs> uh how long to beat says witcher 3's main story is 51 and a half hours and a completionist run is 172 so
1: um i don't know about that
2: i was but gonna maybe. say that's shorter than uh my persona 5 run at least but uh it's, yes. we didn't come even close to doing a completionist thing of persona 5 so <laughs> um so yeah this is probably a good thing overall i, I know i don't want to spend forever playing cyberpunk necessarily we'll see at least there'll be plenty to do after that
0: all right so the next thing is monster hunter rise revealed i think yes and it's coming to the switch march so i'm not too much of a monster hunter fan uh i haven't played that many of them so basically this one is called monster hunter rise um it is it's pretty big hit in japan so i think they said that this one will be a main storyline entry to that Hmm. and it's more for skilled players who've you know pretty or pretty knowledgeable to the series itself so i don't know who plays monster hunter jay does what do you know about this jay yeah what do you know
1: nothing
2: (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't know much about it um It was revealed in a Nintendo partner showcase this week and despite it being Nintendo I I usually don't watch those because I've yet to be blown away by anything they reveal in those but
1: I really like the Monster Hunter series it it just seems like Monster Hunter Rise is going to be um, just part of the main like Monster Hunter series not one of the spinoffs but yeah one of the main ones that where you're just a a homie who slays some monsters and uses their carcasses to forge your weapons and armor. Doesn't
2: sound like it's for me, but um... <laughs> as Rich yawns. Uh... Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, it hit me hard. Okay, so Monster Hunter to... bores Rich very much. Yeah, apparently, no, <laughs> it does.
0: Um, but Monster Hunter Hunter Stories Two Wings of Ruin was announced, so that is a continuation of the monster hunter um there was a 3ds game i think um monster hunter stories so this yeah, one's I, more story driven
1: i have not played any i haven't played monster hunter stories at all but i have heard that it's a, it's actually like a a story in the monster hunter world which is kind of i'm pretty sure it like there's a little more human connection with the monsters that you spent your the entire last few games like just gutting and slaying so i don't know i think that's kind of funny but you have these games where your your sole objective is to cut the tails and the arms and the heads off of these monsters and then here's this other game was like oh i love this one though now they have feelings this one's my friend (laughs) this one i shall name him toothless even though he has teeth
2: they also have more of a cartoony art style than the main Monster Hunter games, right?
0: Yeah, that's what the, it looks like.
1: I know the first one did. I don't know about the second one.
0: It does. I'm looking at some of the screenshots with it. It definitely has more of an anime feel to it. Um, yeah, you'll can. it looks like you'll connect more to some of these monsters, as opposed to what you were saying, Jay, was just go out and murder the monsters and take their I mean, legs and stuff.
1: Genocide on these creatures.
0: <laughs> yeah. This one, feelings. Last one is just don't care. I'm going yep. to kill everything I see. So maybe for those who are interested in Monster Hunter but
2: wish they had more of a, a, a story, maybe try Monster Hunter Stories. Yeah. Um, real quick, they announced like three amiibo that are coming out alongside those, and I have to decide if I'm going to get them, because at one point I told myself I was only going to buy like the Smash and Mario and Zelda ones, um, and I have all those now, but now it's like but what if I can't find them later? What if one day I decide I want all of them?
0: <laughs> just, just do it. Just because do it. That's, that's what I did with this Mario all-stars game. Cause I was debating on getting it. And then I was like, Oh wait, it's actually going to stop being produced in March. So yeah,
2: I, I, I probably would have gotten it anyway, but the fact that man, that's a whole other topic, but the fact that it was limited, I was just like, oh, I guess I better. Um, one other thing this. uh Monster Hunter stories, too. I saw that in like Japan or some territory, one of the pre order bonuses is like a plush of one, like the main monster dog they're promoting. It's like the size of a human. It's like just a giant (laughs) (laughs) plush. It's awesome. (laughs) So uh, be on the lookout for that. Anybody who likes giant plushes. And And if if you're in Japan, yeah. Oh, yeah, Japan too. Import it. Play Asia.
1: (laughs) All right. So, so next up, uh, the uh the nintendo direct that happened did have quite a few cool little tidbits so i'm just going to quickly go through that uh so ori and the will of the wisp is coming to the nintendo switch or or i guess technically it's already i think it might already be out so i think go check that out there's
2: two games in the series the first one already came to switch but now they're saying the second one will as well which is funny because i think at one point, they said this game will never not be on Xbox. But <laughs> That's funny. Here we are.
1: So next up, Fitness Boxing 2, uh, Rhythm and Exercise is coming to the Switch in December. So we get another exercise game. That'll be there you, interesting.
0: There you go, Scott.
2: I've got a friend that plays those.
1: So Disgaea 6, Defiance of Destiny comes to Nintendo Switch exclusively in summer of 2021. This one actually looks pretty in- interesting. Um, I might get uh, it. I don't know much about
0: me why Go ahead. because I have one two four and five they haven't released three I think <laughs> on the switch and, it, and I'm like missing that middle one <laughs> I can understand so this is pissing me off
2: this guy is like a pretty big RPG series so I imagine there are some people in our audience that are excited about that yeah, I've totally. never played one though. have you played one Rich
0: um I fired up one just to see <laughs> you own them I, I, I own it <laughs> uh but i i'm it's something i will go back to it has an interesting feel to it so because okay. apparently like the, the whole idea is that you can become so overpowered um and you can do like billions of damage to to monsters millions and, and, and billions and billions <laughs> yes i love being overpowered
1: first of all because it makes games easy and i'm an easy motor so
0: yep but
1: Also, Rune Factory 5 is coming to the Switch uh, in 2021. I've never played any of the Rune Factory games. I don't even know what they're about.
2: I thought that was announced a long time ago. Or am I thinking of like the Rune Factory 4 release or something? It was a 4. Okay.
1: Yeah, this was apparently just announced for 2021. It's like if
2: uh, Harvest Moon was an RPG, I think.
1: Oh, well, I like Harvest Moon. So maybe I'll <laughs> check that out. So the Long Dark is making its had uh, made its way to the Switch at the at the uh, the same day as the Nintendo Direct. I have no idea what the Long Dark is. Uh, oh, it's an exp- exploration survival game. Cool. Hades also arrived on the Nintendo Switch that same day as the Direct. Uh, Empire of Sins, uh, Empire of Sin is coming to the Switch in December. Sniper Elite 4 is coming to the Switch. Uh, that's kind of weird. But yeah, that that's everything. <laughs> it is kind of like a weird, uh, towards the end there, yeah. Sniper Elite 4 on the Switch. I don't know.
0: And you know what's missing? You is, guys Nintendo allowed,
1: is Nintendo allowed to have guns shooting people?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Resident Evil is on this whole thing. That's true. Yeah. But well, you guys notice not, what's missing?
1: You're not shooting people. You're shooting zombies.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: You Borderlands, that was,
2: that was it
0: for the is direct. Borderlands on the Switch. Yes, it is. Oh, really? Yeah, they collect. You got one, two, and the Handsome Jack thing. Cool. Yeah. Um. You know what's missing though on this direct, and I'm still very disappointed, is Final Fantasy Thirteen trilogy. Still another
1: dude. I, am just gonna have to get it on Steam. I would. I would love it yeah. on the Switch or to be released like the whole a uh, collection released on modern consoles but
0: i am okay. hearing again from people that i i talked to in the gaming community about a collection of one through six so that would be cool Rich, i just keep hearing that
2: <laughs> um i doubt they would do that though because they've never released a collection that big uh why what, not
0: uh why not now, though? That's the thing. Uh, not I'm not now?
2: disagreeing with you. I'm just saying Square sucks. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're, they're very bad about giving us what we want. They're like, hey, we know you want this, but here's this other thing. Yeah. Yes. we game. Just
2: ex- we
1: experience that every single time they release anything.
0: Yep. Um,
2: real quick, one thing that we haven't talked about on the show, I think, is at some point in the last couple of weeks or so, they announced uh, Zelda uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of, Age of Calamity. That's which not is- an RPG. Well, some people yeah. say Zelda is, so I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. They're wrong. I agree I'm with just you. Kidding. And this is a Warriors Mus- Mus- Muso game, so it's even, well, I guess those are closer to RPGs than Zelda, in my opinion, but... Uh,
1: Actually, I don't, I have no idea what you just said.
2: Yeah, I don't know,
0: I'll pretend like we know. Do you know what a Warriors, <laughs> like, yeah.
2: like a Dynasty Warriors, that those types of games, uh, where you're just no. like, you're mowing down hordes of enemies, Um, it's like that. But anyway, it's a canon like prequel to Breath of the Wild. Like it shows you what happened 100 years before the start of the game. Um, oh, that's cool. You can play so, as Link and Zelda and all the champions from Breath of the Wild. Um, can I ask a question?
0: Yeah, I got a hand up. Okay. How old is Link? I mean, seriously. It depends on which
1: which timeline are you talking? Okay,
0: about. I'm just curious cuz it's like 100 years before this game and links at
2: it. I'm like mm. one of the plot points is in Breath of the Wild or actually the basis is Link wakes up with no idea of who he is or what happened in the past from like suspended animation. So
0: Okay. If you say suspended animation I can I can get on board with that. Like he's been taken and by it's exciting or because
2: uh one complaint I have about Breath of the Wild is 90% of that game's story has already happened by the time like you wink link wakes up and you find out about stuff through flashbacks all throughout the game but it's like nothing happens in the current day except for you know beating the dungeons and defeating ganondorf or ganon so okay uh, anyway so i'm looking forward to you that. just made
1: me not want to go back to it
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: like i'm good all right so let's go over some of the games that have released in the last week um, Hades for the Switch and PC, September seventeenth, exiting early access. I don't know what that is. I want. To, I'm curious. Um, Vampires Fall Origins, Xbox One and Switch, September seventeenth. Uh, Sands of Zalazar. Salazar, Salazar, uh, PC. <laughs> that was September twenty second, and Tears of Aveia, which Xbox One and PC, September twenty fourth. The only one I'm curious about is Hades. Anybody know anything about that one?
2: Um it was nope. revealed at the direct and then launched the same day, right? I think so. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I don't know anything. I didn't watch it. So, so yeah. as far as RPGs coming out in the next weekish or so, we got Zingian, Zingian on Switch September twenty-fifth, Genshin Impact on PS four, PC, and mobile, September twenty-eighth, Warsaw, PS four, switch, Xbox one on the twenty ninth for PS4. October 1st for the Switch, and October 2nd for the Xbox One. That's weird. (laughs) I wonder if that's like, Xbox One is our least favorite, so. (laughs) Yep, naturally. Um, Baldur's Gate 3 on PC and Stadia. Uh, Whoa, Stadia's still kicking, huh? September 30th, entering early access. Um, East Origin on Switch, October 1st. I bet uh, Rich is picking that one up.
0: I might. Uh, I think that's a digital only, though. Oh, so you don't, you don't want it if it's not physical? I mean, I do want it. I have, I've got Yeast 7.
1: I uh, no, just hear myself. Yeast. Just, Every yeah, single yeast. time you guys say Yeast, <laughs> I'm like Yeast, Yeast Infection. I the, mean, origin, yeast infection.
0: The, the origin one's pretty fun because the combat is literally just bump and grind. You just bump into monsters. Bump and it's grind. pretty fun. I need it's, that drop that
2: like you a guys globe. used to use. Yep, yep, that was a good one. <laughs> and you got one more there.
0: Me? You're the one reading the list. I don't know what I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I missed it.
2: Uh, Code of Princess EX, PC, October 1st. And that's it for the releases.
0: Uh, (laughs) I think Bill's going to be pretty excited about the Beholder's Gate one. I think he likes that series. Good for him. Oh, he's
1: wrong. So let's wrap up the news. So we're going to take a quick break uh, before we move on to the main discussion.
2: Good evening,
3: 003. The following is for your ears only and is classified above top secret by Her Majesty's Secret Service. Our contact with the we can make this work. Probably. Podcast Network intercepted an encrypted audio message regarding Podcasters Assemble. For this season, the Podcast Network is looking to recruit field operatives from around the world to reminisce about the Bond movies and a countdown to the latest film in the franchise, No Time to Die. Your primary objective is to infiltrate Podcasters Assemble by recording and uploading your submissions at probablywork.com. Utilizing a two-way communications device with a built-in microphone. The latest from QBranch. For a full mission report, go to probablywork.com. We're all counting on you, 003.
1: Alrighty, so we are on to our main discussion. We're going to talk about the uh, PS5 Showcase very quickly and then we're going to give all the love to final fantasy 16. guys so did you actually watch the showcase live or or did you play catch up afterwards
2: i did watch it live um but i went back and re-watched a lot of it after because i was working and like work blew up at the same exact moment that the showcase started and i was like god don't you guys even know that the showcase is happening right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) i didn't get to watch it live i was i was working um but i had a buddy of mine that was watching it live it was texting me like what it popped up and as soon as the, the big trailer popped up for you know the kickoff he's immediately all cap text messages he's like oh my god I'm like oh son of a bitch I'm stuck at work <laughs>
2: oh, also FF16 was the very first thing shown so I was like are you kidding me right now because I couldn't pay attention <laughs> I, yeah, I was that's, pissed <laughs> That's hilarious. but that's a good I, sign
0: though yeah, I true. did not
1: I did not watch it live. I, uh, I I did pay attention to the discord blowing up with everybody talking about it. and then I like quickly went to Twitter to watch the sixteen trailer. and then everything else was I just caught up on I also had to work and prepare for like a presentation so I wasn't able to quite give it my attention. Discord it th- that day that's for sure. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the message here for everybody is that we we still work during the day. Unfortunately, we can't just drop everything and do video game stuff, sadly. Not yet. Not yet. But
1: head over to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash RPG after years. Well, let's make, make that dream yeah. happen, baby.
0: Yes. So, but there. So the
1: first That's thing we're about. going to cover is the cost of the PS5. And I think we, we've we speculated a lot on what it would be. And I feel like it's kind of like a dead giveaway. Uh, but the the disc version is going to be four ninety dollars 99 500 bucks and then the disc free digital version is going to be 400 bucks. What do you guys think about that?
2: I'm um, good with it. I'm happy because I was worried it was going to be 600. Um but it's not. So, I feel like I'm
1: no, any, any less than what have been. I think we're all going to get the disc version, right?
0: Yep, I've already got pre-ordered. <laughs>
2: nice. Um, yeah. I was but- lucky. That was a problem for a lot of people. Like the pre orders yeah. just dropped out of nowhere with no warning. And it uh... uh, <laughs> was Walmart's fault.
1: Sony came out and was like, hey, we're so sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> I was like,
0: fuck you guys. Really?
2: <laughs> well, well, the thing is,
0: Walmart released their, like they, they did it. And then Walmart, somebody screwed up at Walmart and released the uh, pre orders early. So all the retailers were like, oh, we don't want to lose all that money. So that's do it true. Now. And yeah. it just went in a big cluster. Walmart. Well, the funny thing is they did that whole up.
2: thing where you registered for the chance to be able to pre-order. And so yeah. that didn't even like amount to anything, I guess. Well, that
0: did. <laughs> no, it did. Because I, I have a friend of mine that actually he signed up for that. He got invited to to pre-order it. So he oh. he snagged yeah. one that way. And he's like, well, I, I mean, I'm glad.
2: Why wasn't I uh, invited?
0: <laughs> Selected. Because you're the Scott spot. I, I guess B, so. C, D, <laughs> e, F, G, H. That's why H is
1: yeah. halfway through the alphabet. There you go. So,
0: that's i mean it did work for that part but i they they're gonna like jay said they're gonna put more out and they know they screwed up or i mean they're oh, gonna. we, take got, the we got the
1: holidays coming they're gonna be pumping those babies out of like yeah. all the the taiwanese factories yeah, yeah. and I mean,
0: and not to mention i mean they did say they're gonna have more at launch than they did at the uh for the playstation 4 because i remember i had to go into a walmart location i was able to get there with a couple of buddies of mine and we were the only ones able to get the PlayStation four because we, we basically were the ones in line for it. They only had like five. Man. So. Yeah.
2: yeah I didn't have like, any problems getting a pre-order either, but I know a lot of people did and still haven't been able to get one. So I just feel bad yeah. for those folks.
0: So I'm going to keep an eye out as much as I can for, for people. Um, there's a guy I think is a Wario 64. I don't know if you guys follow him. I've uh, heard of him. Sure yeah, he he posts out a lot of stuff. The bad guy um, in
1: Mario, right?
0: Yeah, the bad. guy. he posts <laughs> stuff out a lot about links of which ones going live. Um, I had one in my cart for Best Buy. I was trying to snag one for my brother, and I got through the checkout part of it, and I was put my the address for him in. And as I was, I hit the checkout Should've button. Okay,
1: man, should have
0: autofilled. I I didn't have a. I don't know why I did do that. And then all of a sudden, when I hit checkout, it was gone. So yeah, that's brother like, he looks close, right? He does. Yeah. He's yeah. like he's here's here in my town. But he was busy hunting. He was dove hunting. So he couldn't like he didn't dove have good hunting. signal. How yeah. fancy. Yeah, he's he's very bougie. Um, <laughs> um so yeah, there are lots of alert services
2: out there. So for anybody that's still struggling, I highly recommend getting signed up yeah. on one of those and just, you know, turn notifications on for that account so you get your phone dings whenever they post until you get it that's how yeah it's not that
1: hard So for the pre-orders do you pay all at once or do you pay at a, whenever it's actually it, given to you
0: it depends like with amazon you don't pay until it ships and then uh game stops they've got their their deal which is you know you can do the uh, pre-order with that walmart you had to pay all up at front same with best buy so um there's certain avenues that you can do with that um, yeah,
2: I got it from Walmart and Corey was definitely like a couple of days later. Why is our account lower than it was? That much? <laughs> was like, uh. You don't worry about that. Dude. You don't need to worry.
1: That's funny. All uh, right. So moving on. God of War is back. We got a quick little like teaser trailer uh, talking about Ragnarok, but like there was nothing, nothing revealed. It was just like a reminder that it's actually being worked on.
2: So that's pretty exciting yeah um Um, that was how they closed it out right the show i think so no idea yeah i saw a a meme where it was like you know how there's those like rooms on the omega symbol or whatever the Mm -hmm. logo yeah somebody like photoshopped it to where there was like i translated it and it just says fuck xbox on it (laughs) (laughs) that is funny
1: uh so also playstation plus is getting an extra bonus I don't know what this means. I'm just going to read the paragraph. Sony also announced the PlayStation Plus Collection, a new feature for its subscription service that lets subscribers play a huge range of classic PS4 games on their PS5. Best of all, it'll be available at launch in November.
2: Yeah, this is actually a really cool perk. There's like 15 like classic games, not classics, but like games that were really considered generally good if not better. <laughs> That were on the PS4, they're just going to be available for free for PS5 users to play. And Does it have it out there already? There's a list of them. The list is somewhere. I don't see it in this article, but um, I'll have to look at that. The only thing that I thought was weird was um, Persona Five as one of the games, not Persona Five Royal, which is not good because Royal is actually a, a huge upgrade. So, um, bummer. That kind of sucks. FF15's on there. Um, yes, a bunch of others. Although I have, but I have three copies of that. If this is their answer to Game Pass, though, I got news for them. <laughs> um, it's no Game Pass, but I'm excited. I think it's a really cool feature. Very cool. We also got a
1: good look at the next Spider-Man Miles Morales focused Spider-Man game. So that's really awesome. Uh, shout out for representation of minorities. Very glad to see that. Uh, I also didn't awesome. know it, it does. It also. It looks fun, but it also just looks fantastic. So that that is certainly going to be a game that I get. Yeah, uh,
2: we, and um, you can if you pay for the seventy dollar version on PS five, it comes with a remastered, like improved, upgraded version of uh, the the first Spider Man game.
0: I can't uh, like
2: first I can't do which that. one first first. Like the, the PS4 Spider Man.
1: Okay, I was thinking like the like the PlayStation 2 Spider Man. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean th- those games were fun, but
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick, apparently games are going to be more expensive this gen. I think we've talked about that before, but it's actually it's bumped happening. up another ten bucks. Yeah, yeah.
0: It depends. There's a few games I've seen so far on the pricing. Uh fifty nine ninety nine, and then I've seen a couple sixty nine ninety nine. So I don't. I'm not sure if that's true or not.
2: I think it's going to vary based on the game. If I had to guess, I'm, if I'm guessing most first party games are probably going to be a little
0: extra, which, which is fine. We knew that we yeah, knew that's going to happen.
2: I've, that's fine with me, but that's speaking from a very like privileged place. So yeah, that's a whole other discussion.
0: Discount shopping and sales are will be sure. important. Right. So yes,
1: they will. All right. So next up, we finally got a look at the long rumored open world, Harry Potter game. Uh, so, I've also seen rumors that this is an MMO, but I've only, I've not seen anything, like most games are just, most articles are just saying it's open world, it's not proven to be an MMO, and I hope it's not an MMO. I don't Uh, think it is. For the most part, for the most part, this looks, this looks fun. I'm pretty excited for it, even though JK Rowling can, can go like burn on a bridge or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But. Yeah, and we're actually going to have a whole Aftercast episode dedicated to that specific topic. But the game looks fun. I'm a pretty huge Harry Potter nerd, uh, so I can't wait for it.
2: I don't so think the game from, actually looks that good, but it's definitely yeah. the best like thing we've seen from Harry Potter by far. Yeah. Yes.
0: And I think what they're going to be doing, I mean, not what they think they're doing, um, I think it's been announced that J.K. Rowling has nothing to do with this. So if you're concerned about that, is that she's involved with that? No, you don't have to worry about that. So... She's still Just, getting paid, though. She's getting paid, but she has <laughs> nothing to do with. Unfortunately, she's going to get paid. She oh She did that. She did the the series and everything. But, you know, right? I, she has nothing to do with this.
2: We'll, we'll be talking she, about all of that at length on the Aftercast. So, people on Twitch, stay tuned. Yep. So, up next, Resident Evil Village
1: was had a trailer. I did not watch the trailer, but apparently, it looks terrifying. What do you guys think?
0: Um. I'm mixed on this one because I just, I mean, I loved the Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil 3 because it brought me back to the whole, the zombies, and that's what I love. But with 8, it's getting a little bit more away from that. But I did hear a rumor that it's causing problems with development with the PS5 and the new system.
2: I think I read that too somewhere.
0: Yeah, I think it's not going as well, but they'll just have to, I mean, I'm sure they'll, they'll figure it out. It's still about two ways out or two years out. So um,
2: yeah. Uh, Seven. Look, I I haven't played seven, but it looked good. However, this resident evil seven and eight are so different from what I I think of when I think resident evil, that I'm just like,
0: not my re when I see these. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's getting away from the series. Um, At least the, the, the storylines behind it, Um, the whole corporation, virus stuff you know kind of 2020 we're dealing with um but you know
1: yeah it's got werewolves they're just they're just changing it to go from the like the zombie virus what's it called what's it called in this uh, t-virus t-virus yeah it's just gonna be called the chinese virus oh my god yep (laughs) (laughs) well because
0: in the games it's it's the t-virus the g-virus uberos Whatever the new one was, I don't know what the new one is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then this other one, seven hundred strands. Yeah, and then the seven one is just the mutant goo crap. So what was called the goo crap? Okay. So have you played? You've never played seven? No, I'm going to
2: eventually, but me and Corey are trying to go through the whole series. I think if you five is next for us. If you play the VR, five was on the Wii, right? Yeah. Four was five was four. Uh, PS3 and Xbox I believe and or PlayStation three, Four yeah
0: cool if you play VR um it's rough but you can also buy a candle and burn the candle as you play it, and it smells like shit what wow. oh yeah I heard I remember <laughs> that. that that's so weird man
1: uh <laughs> anyway continue
0: continue sorry like
1: a r- rotted flesh candle that you to immerse yourself oh no moving yeah. on. Devil May Cry 5 is getting a special edition. So this is a game that's already out and it's just being relaunched on the PS5 with as a special edition. Uh, I used to be a huge Devil May Cry fan. One of these days I'll go back and, and, and play the good ones at least because some of the older ones are kind of rough looking back.
2: Uh, looks Five cool, Night but... at
1: Freddy's is coming to the next gen. I've never played a Five Night at Freddy's game. So I'm going to just glance on past that. We also got a better look at the Demon Souls remaster. So lots of people excited about that. I'm not,
2: but... Yeah, the I'm Souls games are, are very popular. Like People are really excited about this, but they're just not... And right. they like to be punished yeah. <laughs> a lot. I don't like to have that much of a challenge. Right. Easy mode.
0: <laughs> Easy, easiest mode, I should easiest say. Easiest mode,
1: indeed. All right, and so last up. Final Fantasy 16 was revealed so we got a, a pretty long trailer I was surprised by the length of the trailer overall uh, so we gotta we got to look at the like the general uh, aesthetic of what they are planning for the game we got to look at the uh, current iteration of the combat um, yeah uh, I don't know what he Scott thoughts go
2: here's the Scott thought Um. I, I'm tentatively very excited. Like I'm just excited to have 16 announced. There's a lot of like, uh, disconcerted feelings in the community right now. And I think it's because it doesn't look super polished, I guess. And people are saying it looks like, oh, it's just FF 15 all over again with a, a more of a 14 aesthetic. Me, I don't feel like I've seen enough yet to judge one way or the other. So I'm gonna stay positive for now. What about you, Rich?
0: All right. So whoever was in the Discord channel saw me do my little soapbox thing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The you whole just came I, undone. I did. It just pissed me off. So <laughs> seeing a lot of people have a, a huge love for the 16 announcement was was tremendous, and I, I, I that's amazing. People are still excited about it. But what really threw me over was the ones that were very negative about it. You know, like Scott said, it's a very early stage of the game and it's not going to be polished. I'm going to show you the final product right off the bat. Um, as you remember, six or 15 went through several different changes uh, to that. So it it's coming change. We got combat, so it's a lot further along in development. I thought the combat looked really good. Um, seven remake definitely paved the way for that. Um, It definitely, you could
2: see the inspiration from both 15 and 7 Remake as far as the combat goes, but I can also tell it's its own thing as well. Yeah, So,
0: Um, and then what really kind of threw me for a loop there was people already threw out their their comments about not having enough female representation for it. I'm sorry, but it's a four-minute trailer that we didn't get much story on it. Hey,
1: that's me. I said that, Rich.
0: <laughs> I know, I'm throwing it at you. <laughs> Not just you, but there's other people saying it. But I could bash on you. It's fine. Uh, but my thing is we don't know yet. We have no idea the story. We know two care we know one character, I should say, right? The name of one person is named Joshua, and that's that little kid. So that's it. We don't know anything else. So before people start giving like Could have been Joshua.
3: Points,
0: Josh, yeah, it could have been.
1: Could have.
0: But before people start really hammering in like what they want in the game or what's missing, um, It's four minutes, so we have no idea what's going to happen. The summons look really good. The story's been speculated on a little bit. Um, Some of the theories are are pretty pretty wild, but my hope is for the female representation part of it, instead of a female lead, you know, person being, you know, the center stage of it, I would much rather have a female villain that's very compelling. So that would be pretty, pretty cool to see. I haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah that's just a badass that'd be yeah that'd be something to see
1: yeah i i agree and so i don't think anybody at least in the discord nobody was bashing the lack of female representation within that trailer it was more talking about the lack of female representation like strong female representation Mm -hmm. in the series in general because we only only got it in like uh, a strong female lead because yuna's not strong like yuna the, the until like way late in the game the entire time she's she's riding on the back of people and has a super annoying voice um, yep. <laughs> um this is but my, my pan
2: face i'm just not going to say anything
1: 10-2 <laughs> ten, ten it obviously gets better because it's all female leads but
0: i mean you got uh, 13 with lightning and and uh sarah and fang and then in 15 you got ariana she's pretty a strong you know dragoon person all right, yeah, of, uh, that's my i favorite think character. i'm
1: pretty sure she's only there for the tits so like, let's be real
0: so yes i hope there's more female representation i hope there's other representation there too but we should not just be saying like oh i'm gonna hate this game because it doesn't have that female representation right off the bat for a four minute trailer so yeah for sure
1: i don't think anybody should be saying that it's going to be a crappy game based off of the trailer i
3: yeah,
1: think we don't, it's know. fair to say that it's going to be a crappy game based off of square enix's history recent history <laughs> But seven remake was very fun. It was a super great game, and fifteen like I I enjoyed fifteen for what it was. I think I'm really hoping that they learned their lesson from the mistakes that they made in fifteen.
0: No more fetch quests. Yes,
1: uh, aesthetically speaking, I did feel like the colors were very bland. Um, so very i don't know like it did totally look like a trailer for final fantasy 11 or
2: 14 it was more very 11. dark
0: looking yeah yeah and they could polish that up once it's you know getting closer to it i mean they they could just be doing a pre-alpha build they just yeah. need to put something together and um got like i want a main character with blue hair
1: or like red hair I already yeah. have brown hair in real life. Why would I want to have brown hair in this game? Yeah, the the
2: main guy definitely doesn't really his design does not like strike me or anything. He looks like yeah. vanilla white bread, like every other Final Fantasy protagonist kind he of. He
1: very much looks like some English dude who's like working on a farm, which is probably might lead into like the like he's a commoner. I've read like that's supposed, that may very well be
2: sub, like what they're oh, yeah. aiming for. But at the same
1: time, like it, it doesn't, um, it doesn't appeal to me right off the bat.
2: And we know there's going to be some kind of time-lapse at some point. Cause we saw what he looks like now and then like what he'll look like later. And mm-hmm. that reminded me of, uh, 15 as well. Cause it's like, you know, the same thing. I hope to it's Notus. a lot earlier
1: on though. I hope yeah. the time-lapse happens very early on. I don't want last hour. Oh, I'm 10 years in the future. And now i look like now i look cool i don't Mm -hmm. like a like a kid in a boy band
0: yeah i look like keanu reeves basically (laughs) so yeah that was a big thing too that they did not in 15 was they just had a huge time lapse and nothing happened it was like hey this is the now what's going on
2: a lot of people wanted like dark world to be like the second half of the story like in six so
1: and i feel like they had planned for so much more they just weren't able to do it yeah. Because of the time constraints. so I hope that they are making better decisions this time, and I feel kind of confident that they are considering who they put in charge. I've heard that it's the team behind 14, and 14 is probably aside from like the the main series that have obviously blown up in popular culture, uh, but 14 is incredibly successful. Uh, so many people love it.
2: Yeah, we've got so, Yoshi P on the staff, and he has like a it's been a while since he's been directly involved in main stuff other than 14, but like he's one of those that hasn't really missed his shot at all in the series.
0: No, he cleans stuff up. So that's the thing. He he goes in and cleans that stuff up, at least Nomuro's not touching it. So that's a, that's a <laughs> See, good that, thing.
1: That's the thing that, that, so I'm excited that I'm pretty confident that the game is, is going to have a very stable story. It's going to have a very full story. I think they're actually going to hit deadlines and, and, and do what they are aiming to do, but I'm also not super confident that the story is going to be incredibly compelling. Um, so what we know so, so far we'll is see, but I kind of feel like, uh, like with the people who are involved in fifteen, uh, uh, anything tomorrow touches, like it's a gamble. Like yeah, like sure, like like it's probably going to be a little wacky. Uh, it's probably going to see a lot of delays, but man like it's a, a great story like it's it's very i hope so yeah yeah, yeah it's like there there are twists it's like uh yeah versus i don't know what's uh what's a very vanilla final fantasy story
2: um i mean i'll say eight
0: i'd say eight's yeah. kind of bland a little bit um that one goes off the rails though so <laughs> yeah it does well and think of this way too uh they've already announced the thing They've shown a good amount of the the trailer and the combat and stuff. Uh, think of fifteen; it took what ten years for them to do anything with it. It changed so much. So- yeah, we
1: had like that, uh, and so the same time that we were seeing stuff for thirteen, like trailers for thirteen, we were seeing stuff for versus thirteen, and then what? That so that was two thousand eight. Yep, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and we get, didn't get it until twenty sixteen. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I really hope this doesn't happen again. Um, and I'm
0: pretty sure the company knows better this time. They're like, yeah, we can't afford to do that. Um, uh, Because, I mean, there was a lot of speculation that if 15 didn't do well, it was going to tank the series. So, well, 15
2: actually did do respectable sales-wise. Yeah. So thank, mm-hmm. thankfully for that. Um, Real quick, Disa in the Twitch chat, she says, I think a female party member is a good idea. I think it was fine for one game to have an all-male party, but I think it's a good idea to have a much more traditional one this time, and I think it would fit the medieval theme better, too. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they will. That's one thing I'm worried about, is we didn't get any sign. It better not just be a white mage.
1: If there's a (laughs) a female person on the character, it better not just throw her into the white mage
2: role. That's one thing I'm worried about, though, is we didn't see any sign in the trailer of there being a party of characters. Um, yeah,
1: you just had the the single guy jumping around like a monkey teleporting.
2: Yeah, I mean we can't yeah. say that, that for sure either way. But I'm holding out hope. I just really want. I don't want to be like one guy going around doing hack and slash stuff. Yeah, same.
1: I really I mean, want a party. And I, mean, I want no fishing. Like I would rather have. I don't know. I I really like the like action adventure style of combat but i'm kind of tired of it with with high fantasy games like i like tales does a pretty good job of being strategic and still kind of hack and slashy but there's strategy behind it so i was kind of hoping that we were going to see a combat system that was more like 13 or one of the uh, sequels to 13
2: a lot of people were disappointed that it seems like another action system but i mean i feel like i I was not system like 12
1: i like 12 modified to where it wasn't so mmo like like i could get behind that
2: yeah i just i feel like we're never gonna see turn based in the main final fantasy series again or i I would be surprised anyway so I, i was surprised that a lot of people were outraged about that it's like what, what what did you think it was going to happen?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the future. They they always evolve and change things up. So yeah, unfortunately that's it. We're we're not going back to the turn based stuff. And I don't think it's bad in a sense. I mean yeah, I kind of want that to be there, but mm-hmm. eh. and well, I will I, say for the
1: most part, like vanilla turn based, I get really bored with. Like I need something. Yeah. I need something in there to keep me engaged.
2: Yeah, I get that. I will say the summons look incredible. Oh, um, yeah. It, apparently, one of the linchpins of the story is going to be a battle between Phoenix and Ifrit, and uh, that's that's even the game's logo. And that excites me, because uh, Phoenix is like kind of a B-tier summon in the series that uh-huh. nobody ever talks about, but I think it's one of the cooler summons, actually. So, seeing it get the spotlight yeah. is cool for me. I did think Shiva
0: looked kind of lame, but... <laughs> yeah Titan looked pretty good pretty good yeah
1: yes for for the most part I wasn't totally blown away by the showcase like the graphic showcasing like I was expecting it to look a little bit better like it it looks good but uh, given that it's a PS5 like main series game I was expecting the actual um, the visuals of the the CGI especially non-gameplay cutscenes to be a little more polished uh but i guess you know it's early on so i'll I'll forgive them i guess
0: yeah i mean yeah 2025 we'll see the real one so yeah (laughs) Uh, disa says she loved
2: 15 by the way she just thinks they have to really go more traditional to the roots this time and she also agrees with jay she would love something like the 13 combat system best of both worlds but she says i'm right and that it's never happening again so, <laughs> nope. <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> um, and then it—I was surprised with, like that scene where the Joshua, the little kid, gets like blood splattered onto him. Uh, oh, that was good. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, are we allowed to talk about speculations? Sure,
1: sure. Okay, we can't so, spoil anything. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so somebody in the Discord posted, uh, like a potential leak or potential like. um I don't know something from a forum that was the uh, your main character is like the basically the bodyguard of that kid, right? Um, and the the whole idea is that there are very specific people who have the who are like uh, embodied with the powers of the summons.
2: They have a specific name. Oh, uh, I think uh, it was a I, was it dominant or icons? The or person's name is it a dominant. dominant. Yeah. Okay, and then so, icons are the summons.
1: I think that's right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but so Joshua is a dominant with Phoenix, and then the dominant of Ifrit kills him. And that's like the whole that's what um, and then after uh, the ifrit dominant kills him, the uh, that's whenever the time lapse happens and your your characters like all like, oh, like I hate everything now because this kid and stuff and things. That would and make it, sense. Like, goes out on a mission to avenge him which like some people might look at that and be like oh that's a very like vanilla story like oh it's like somebody got killed you want to get revenge but i kind of like i kind of welcome it at this point like
2: if you want to break down any story you can break it down to sound like oh that's so cliche yeah, yeah.
1: yep but and, and apparently the main character is going to go through and actually e- either recruit other dominants or take the icons from them. So I'll be very interested to see what cool. happens. I I would almost love to this, like this character be like almost an anti-hero mm-hmm. like, like sure. He's like overall like a noble person. He wants revenge on his, you know, the young master that got killed that he was supposed to protect. But at the same time, I'd like it there to be like an internal struggle of like him going a
2: bit too far with, with his revenge plans. I guess that we haven't had that since Cecil really. I mean, he was sort of an anti-hero at the beginning, but it's, mm-hmm. he changes to, you know, the Holy Paladin pretty early on. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does. So
0: that would be a new thing for final
2: fantasy more or less.
0: I'm more curious about the tagline about the crystal.
2: The crystals are back.
0: Well, not yeah, just What that. the heck
1: are the crystal's going to have to do with anything?
0: Yeah, well, more oh, of Oh yeah, a... doesn't it doesn't the trailer say like
1: uh, or something in the trailer says like the crystals have ruled this world for too long. Not anymore.
2: Yeah, or so that's
0: like that's that. my the thought on it is like okay, so what does that mean? So, I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's kind of, I guess that's another thing. A lot of people are drawing comparisons to 15. Like in 15 mm-hmm. you had this giant crystal that was like the power source for the world. Um, so it's like we go in there again. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Maybe uh, the yeah. people are tired of the crystals being the rulers, and they said, "You know what? We're done with this crap. Yeah, you guys keep causing so much problems."
2: I don't know if you guys noticed. I'm wearing. Uh, this is like supposed to be Noctis's shirt. It's got like the skull and oh. crossbone print all oh, over. Oh, I it. see. <laughs> oh, nice. It's pretty cool. That's one thing uh, I liked was Noctis's shirt.
1: It <laughs> was styling.
2: No, no
0: so, leather. It was really cool though. I'd noticed that he they didn't have a lot of belts. So that's that true. Good. Well,
2: yeah, I did I like weird. that. Um, a lot of people said that the fantasy setting it made it look really generic, but I also pointed this out as like everybody complains about how they want to go back to fantasy. Square takes it back to fantasy. This looks generic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God, I, I can't please something. I don't know Just... if
1: it looks generic, but it, it definitely looks like art from Final Fantasy 11 or 14. Yeah. 11, 11 for the most part, had a very like brown palette. So
2: yeah that's true. It's so maybe dual, but we again, we've only seen a few minutes of it, and it looked like most of it was from early in the game. so
1: yep so recap super excited i um I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I mean I'm it could be a pile be of skeptical. shit and we're gonna
2: buy it so yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: always going to be very skeptical of anything that square puts out just because of you know the past been, ten years
0: you've been you've been uh, hurt before, I know.
1: <laughs> yes i've been hurt before but uh yeah I'm, I'm really excited i think we should remain positive and um uh, yeah i hope that they don't screw it up have trust that they they learn from their mistakes
2: right anything else about it before right. we go to feedback
1: no let's go on over to feedback uh, so we're going to start off with Satan. He says, I didn't watch the showcase, just a couple trailers. I think 16 looks pretty good, even if that stylish combat isn't usually my thing. But I'm way more hyped for Demon Souls whenever I get a PS5. I think if I had played 14, then maybe I would be more into what 16 could be, but I have no desire to ever touch an MMO. So that's basically a reference to the fact that uh, allegedly the 14 team is are
2: mostly the ones that are working on 16. Right. Um, Tales of Ariobi, R.O.B. says, As for the show uh, showcase as a whole, I didn't watch, but some games lo- look interesting. But as for FF16, I'm very excited. But growing up on FF, that excitement is default anything. So, yeah, that's what we were saying. <laughs> FF will get me excited. That's what she said from the one trailer, though I am interested Lore-wise, I need more info, but I'm excited to learn about a new world and characters. Graphics-wise, it looks like every other PS5 game, which is that they all look like PS4 games still. <laughs> I'm also curious about the battle system, and have accepted that FF turn-base in a mainline game is gone. Yeah, at well, least well. we've all reached the stage of acceptance, it seems. <laughs> I haven't.
0: <laughs> You're still stuck a couple stages back, we know. I will not accept it. <laughs> Alright, so ABRAC, says i watched the whole showcase overall it was great ps5 price 3.99 and 4.99 was expected but it's still kind of crazy they could get the full power box down to 3.99 must be taking a bit a big hit on those i guess i'm not sure what that means uh spider-man looked fantastic and god of war ragnarok is hype as hell too bad we didn't get to see actually any of it um as for 16 my initial reaction was was disappointment but I've rewatched the trailer probably ten times at this point and swung hard, or swung around pretty hard. It's not graphical showpiece that most FSR, but on the flip side, it looks like a real game that might come out in a couple years rather than a flat out CGI lie like most Final Fantasies are, reveals. Um, also, I like the focus on summons. It has the best version of Ifrit yet.
1: This is true. That it does Ifrit look looks dope. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, the demon in Lord
2: of the Rings. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Um, Bill also so, had so a real good... Real
1: quick. Uh, real quick. Sorry. Um, so, ARAC was saying that he's surprised that the PS5 could get down to $400 because of uh, like the hardware that it's packing.
0: So yeah, when he said sense. power
1: box, he was like, that's a box of... A little power he has ssd etc mm-hmm. etc
2: right um and then on that same line uh, we didn't really talk about this but we found out that apparently horizon uh forbidden west and miles morales are also going to come to ps4 i think a lot of people were really? disappointed about that just because it's like oh well maybe this game isn't going to be as next gen as we thought it was going to be yeah Which anytime I, you do that yeah i, f- I feel that like i'm kind of disappointed that horizon's not true next gen either but i'm sure it'll still be great um, and then bill pointed out somewhere that he doesn't believe that this was this is a final fantasy game until the hair physics improve <laughs> which is a valid point and i think that's all our feedback um yes yes it is so i think that's we're fun. all excited we should try to stay positive at least until we know a lot more than we do now
1: <laughs> absolutely
2: you guys ready to move on to the rpg club
1: you uh, guys yeah. are going
0: to have fun with that. <laughs> All right, let's blurt me real quick.
3: All right, everyone. Quiet down. All rise. We are here today to bring to order the next session of the RPG club. All in favor? All opposed? And looks like the eyes have it. Then let the RPG club commence.
2: I love that so, jingle. Yeah, it
1: is <laughs> it is fun. Uh so this week we covered uh from the beginning of like Rudy's struggle, so right after the gate generator all the way until after the pandemonium. We were supposed to finish the pandemonium, correct? Yep. Okay, awesome. Um so, so real quick, as a, a general overview, those sections were uh, the forest prison, uh, De La Metallica, the um, and Gemini's corpse, and then the pandemonium. Yep. So, overall, this segment introduced like so many different little plot points that that I was like, well, I I didn't know this was a thing. Like, so we we kind of. Uh, kick it off, you know. Rudy, his arm was cut off, and he's got like like uh robot innards. He's got like weird metal innards, but not a demon. And he's not a demon, no. And everyone's like, "Oh, what the heck? Um, what what's going on?" And uh, basically, they end up making their way to uh, what's that little girl's face? Um, Mariel. Mariel, yeah, and. We find out that she is a was it an L, an Eel. eel. We dealt L- with her in a past section. L- 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 L-
2: L- we like saved her from some bullies and went to the forest mound with her. I can't remember exactly what, but yeah.
1: So I remember at the time
2: but, I was surprised that her part of the story ended. And I'm like, she she's gonna come into play again later.
1: <laughs> yeah, she does. So we find out that she's a, she's an L. Because she she we go back to the forest mound and she uh, she's like hey this is a um, a thingy that will take us over to the L dimension uh, so the reason we have to go there is because the, the we think that the uh, L's use I'm really I really don't like not being able to pronounce that <laughs> um, they might have the ability to fix the the crazy weird metal guts of Rudy. Um, But one thing that I don't remember, how did we know that Mariel was the person to go to?
2: I guess it's because it's the only ill we know. Uh, Oh,
1: yeah. You do find out that she was one. Yeah. mm -hmm.
2: That's Um, right. And so the whole technology that made Rudy metal or whatever, I guess they figured out the only people that would know about it would be the ill. ill. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So... They go to the the L dimension, which is basically like a snapshot of what the what the uh, what Gaia, Philgaia, Philgaia. It's
2: what Philgaia looked like. Mm. Uh, what was it a thousand years ago or something? Uh, I just made a connection. That is exactly what Dreams Anorakind is in uh, FF10. So. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that is funny. Um, so she ends up like stabbing herself
1: to open the gate and all this kinds of weird stuff. Um, and so they get intercepted by the L's and they're like, Hey, what are you doing? And eventually they, they make their way to like a doctor, um, who gives them some ideas. But first you have to go through the forest prison, which was kind of a huge pain in the butt. So yeah, uh, you have uh, to, you have to go like a very specific way. So it's easy to get lost. Mm-hmm. but I followed it the first time with the guide. Uh, and then I did not have the teleport spell. So I had to go through it like uh, two more times because I didn't get the key. You have to get a key in order to unlock a chest in order to get like a rune. Um, so I missed that. I remember I getting back,
2: finding the key like just randomly. And I was like, Oh, that's going to fuck some people up. <laughs> later, <laughs> mm-hmm. Right.
1: Um, so I had to go back through it I because I did not grab the teleport spell at this point and then back through it to open the chest and then I thought I had to go back to Vasim who who was at the lab, who's the one who's like oh hey, this is like Guardian Blade go get the thing. Um, I'm kind of yada over it because there's a lot of details that we will cover in the review but um, but apparently you didn't need to go back to him, you just had to go back to uh, the regular dimension and go back to the uh, Forbidden Library after oh, yeah. you got the, the rune. <laughs> um, um, and so that that screwed me up. And I hated that I didn't have the teleport spell because I was just...
2: I you have it now. Everywhere. You got to get it, man. I have it now. See, it makes life so much easier. <laughs> and,
1: and let me tell you, thank you to the, the game devs who, whenever you teleport your ship, is wherever you teleport. So it's yes. not like you teleport and then you have to go back and like, oh, where did I park the stupid thing? That's it awesome. just goes with you. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh,
2: thank you. Um, one thing I wanted to point out is when you go back to the, uh, the eel dimension from a thousand years ago, apparently the world map, it's like apparently the continents were floating in the sky back then. Yeah. Um, but it reminded me very much of Chrono Trigger because there's a segment in that, a memorable part where you go to like a, ancient kingdom in the sky and it it looked almost exactly like it to me but
1: like how are you making these continents float yeah, like right. how's that technology just lost throughout what, the ages when I feel did like they you sink want to lose that? that? what happened yeah just <laughs> fall and and crush other things what's going yeah. on <laughs> uh but yeah so you once you go you go back to the forbidden library go through like the um you you go to the end of the forbidden library that you were at at the very very beginning of the game you get sucked into a book and you got to do uh like go through this uh this other dungeon which has the a really silly puzzle where you only you have to like read the third and the fourth books and then open the third and the fourth chest mm-hmm. and i would not have caught on if it wasn't for a guide
2: yeah i i tried to like you know, I had the guide, too, but so it wasn't a problem. But I was like, how would I have figured that out based on what I read? And then apparently it's like a translation problem. Like, uh, oh, really? <laughs> it makes more sense in Japanese or whatever.
1: And, yeah, because I, I was like, I read everything. And I don't ever recall feeling like I shouldn't read everything here. But
2: mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's whack. And then there's the puzzle where it's like you have two directions. You can go over and over, and you have to pick the right one. Based on what the slabs say, I got stuck there. It's right, right, left, right. Yeah, something like that. And for some, like I wasn't paying attention and just picked one at the beginning. So it like fucked me up because I couldn't figure out where I was. I had to like f- go to a YouTube guide, find where they found an inscription tomb that I was looking at, and then follow what they did. <laughs> yep.
1: So actually, I think you go through the left one, right one, right one, left one, right one. I think that's the that correct sounds way. Right. That sounds. And right. only, I only knew that because the guide. I was like, these. I'm not good at deciphering things. I'm not smart. Did you get the uh, ne- Necromicon? I did not. I did. I w- I actually did this um, about f- four hours ago. Oh,
2: nice! So, <laughs> congrats, Jay. No wonder you had to wake up early. <laughs> yes.
1: So I I did not. I skipped right through it. Um, but you end up getting all the way through here, and you get what do you get the. Um, um, uh, What's his faces? Rune, uh, Hades. Rune,
2: right. Yeah. Um, it's too bad that you skipped past it because that Necromicon book that you can get is really overpowered. Like Cecilia is, is like a, she's like a monster with that thing on. <laughs> well, she's already like
1: doing really well now. Yeah. So I just
2: know you like being OP. So
1: <laughs> yes, indeed I do. Um, so. Now that you have the rune, you get to you have to take him back to Vassim, don't you? Yep. Yeah, yeah, you take him back to uh Vassim and to to have like the uh to create like the sword thing and then uh, um, have the operation to fix his arm. Yep. Um so and he gets then there's like arm.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> Although he still uses a sword in battle, so
1: yeah, that's weird. You have but,
2: the uh, the dream sequence here, extended dream sequence.
1: Yes, and I thought this was this was where a plot point was introduced that I had no idea it was even a plot point. So you you go through the dream, then all of this stuff, and apparently
2: Cecilia learns how to love. And yes. Like, like. <laughs> well, there's some character development wow. here because she's trying like really hard to like convince Rudy to escape his dreams, like leave his comfort zone. Uh, of the old man zeppet who is who? Mm-hmm. Is it zenit or zeppet
1: I have no idea.
2: Apparently, he like helped raise uh, Rudy. Zenit, yeah, Zenet, and Zenet, yeah, Zenet. I have no idea. There's like a dream eater monster that comes out of nowhere for Cecilia to name. Sh- what is it named? Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yeah, <laughs> um, Elizabeth. But this the part of the dream where you know Cecilia is like holding Rudy as like the dream sort of like. Sh- is crumbling around them um I thought that visually was really cool looking and I thought it was like a really cool scene actually I, I just found it so weird that it was like the, this entire
1: section of the plot like sure it was a little bit of character building for Rudy but it was all about Cecilia and like her realizing like oh I don't want to help him because I want to you know save the country I want to help him because I love him because I care about him and it's like 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 Da da cecilia learns how to love yeah and and then like the the goddess of love like shows up it's like here take my love rune and i I was just like i didn't i had no idea that cecilia had to learn this why like this was never explained that she was like this was even something that mm -hmm. we would even be shown
2: well there was a subplot where like she thinks no one likes her or would love her if because she's the princess and like any affection shown to her is fake that's been brought up a couple times and during this hasn't been
1: brought up a couple times or just like one time
2: uh definitely back when she cut her hair um
1: that was 20 hours
2: ago yeah right um (laughs) but she's like oh but people actually don't love me because I was afraid to accept the love or whatever. Um, so it doesn't really make a, a whole lot of sense. You're right, but it's definitely to me like
1: Cecilia just, got her groove back. Yeah, is what happened?
2: The uh, it was definitely the most one of the coolest scenes to me so far, and that's not saying a whole lot because none of us are in love with this game, but. Yeah. <laughs> So
1: after that, after you being a, the dream eater and stuff, everything is all vanilla. Rudy's all good to go. Uh, I found it weird that like in the conversation, he like he doesn't say anything. Like whenever she's talking to him, he just nods his head like, OK. And silent protagonists. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Say something, buddy.
2: Um, Cancel them.
1: Yeah. And then apparently, so I, I don't think I caught this, Vasim, uh, Vasim tells Rudy if he can accept that he's not a human, he will awaken to new powers and calls him the Pandora's Box. So uh, that's going to come uh, so into play. I major. actually totally skipped uh, learning the move Fury shot. I did not do this. Oh, I didn't go back and talk to Vasim at all. Hopefully. Oh,
2: you should do that. It's his uh his four, four, level four ability that you can use in battle. So... Um, I should probably do that. It lets you shoot four arm shots at once. So oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Or rather, it, it's like an arm shot with four times the power, I think. hmm So the, the whole next thing that becomes that uh, Emma, back in Adlahide, is trying to build an airship. And in order to do that, you need two uh, Gemini circuits. You sort of watch it crash and burn with Bartholomew captaining it and... He apparently has to go to the hospital. And Emma's like, well, we still got work to do. Go get him. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is funny. Um, I So I found this the
1: entire some of these comments that they've been making. Like, I feel like it's the, an attempt at the translation trying to be funny, but it just it's is flat. more weird. Yeah. Like whenever they whenever she takes him them down to the like underground lab, Jack's like, hey. This is this is not legal. Like, what are you, what are you doing? You're not supposed to do this. <laughs> she says, she's "Like, oh, uh, I skipped it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was getting into, so I didn't bother getting a permit." It's like,
1: <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, Jack, why, why is that even a concern? they are demons, man. Right, <laughs> like, just let her do her thing.
2: Um, so you get the prototype version of the airship, which they call the Proto Wing. Um, and they said they almost called it the Goal Wing, uh, which at mm-hmm. first I was like, 10-2. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you split up into two teams. Of course, your main party is one of the teams. You go to get the Gemini Circuit from a place called Gemini's Corpse. Um, I was expecting something way cooler
1: than what it was. Like whenever I saw Gemini's Corpse, I was like, oh, are we going to go into like the, the corpse
2: of a it definitely wasn't or... a corpse. It was just another like generic dungeon so (laughs) this
1: i this dungeon um i also uh like i did not follow the guide at all i just tried to like speed run it and had no issues i wasn't even using my brain i was just like the main thing
2: here is you have to like take jewels out of statues and then move them to other statues and things like that i just yeah i was just grabbing
1: every single jewel that i that i saw and Mm -hmm. then just putting put them in other statues
2: there is a, a new uh arm you can get here if you're like using your Pulse, your, your gems right or something rather yeah yeah but i had to go back for it because i missed it somehow
1: yeah so that that's not not too complicated of a dungeon and then you fight the mech drake that's kind of the boss in this one it's pretty cool looking. um yeah it was pretty cool super easy too i didn't have any difficulty yeah, i'm not having me. any problems with bosses at this point anymore neither am i uh, apparently, there's an optional section, Heaven's Corridor. Um, it's a ruins north of the Curran the
2: Abbey. Uh, so I did not do that at all. It was did a you? very annoying dungeon because it has um, floor traps everywhere. Like, it sends you back to the beginning of the dungeon. So if you don't know where they are, then you're fucked. Um, Interesting. And then you have to do this puzzle where, like, there's a green gem that mimics your movements. And you have to, like, finagle yourself to where you actually touch it Oh, um, interesting
1: that, that that's actually pretty cool but uh yeah so so after you get the gemini circuit you go back to to and give that to emma i
2: think yep. and yeah you give it to emma and then you find the, out that the other team has their circuit too yeah they have their circuit
1: but danger danger they get attacked by something
2: stone mermaids right? apparently which you stone don't actually mermaids. see which is weird but
1: (laughs) yeah i thought that was kind of weird um so the ship was sank um and this another strange comic gets said so somebody was like hey why aren't we fighting back or something and somebody says this isn't the uss missouri
2: i'm like (laughs) what so the fourth wall was broken like that immediately like made me like what
1: (laughs) yeah i was like this this is weird uh and yeah the ship just like blows up uh, and then we have you, your your characters have to go to the ship graveyard to go and find the circuit. Um, I felt like this overall was unnecessary, like this secondary, like now we got to go get the freaking circuit that they lost. Like, why? Why did you need to introduce this? Well, it this seems pointless well. because
2: all you had to do was like go back to the where the ship where they washed up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um, uh, I don't know if it was supposed to be like a puzzle. Like, remember, everything always washes up at the ship graveyard. But uh, it's just like, well, I didn't need to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. They maybe tried to make a call back, but mm-hmm. it, not that. <laughs> right. I don't know. i For me, it was just like, this was entirely pointless.
2: So you get the powered up airship. And uh, so, what did you think about the airship? I thought it was good. It looks cool, I, and I think the effects, like, graphically are pretty cool, too. Yes, you can just sort and of the zip fact around that you, and...
1: we can now go anywhere for anything without random battles. So yeah, I'm you, here.
2: <laughs> but then uh, you go into the, your last section here, which is the dungeon pandemonium. Um, So, in general, the, the team gets split up, right? And so you have to, like, bring them all back together and do a, a jailbreak. Um, can
1: I say that this my favorite puzzle like favorite dungeon really so far? I okay. really loved um how all three of them had to interact and like um like hit sections of the puzzle to like release, you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, like unblock somebody else who was going through it. I just thought it was really cool. I did act so at the end you can optionally try to just go. Like I was only Rudy. I hadn't I had ever like the uh Emma and jack on their subsequent uh, like um uh, tiles yeah. at the very end of the the puzzle and i didn't go the right way and just try to go down the stairs and that's like oh hey i'm the the boss battle here go back to your cell or fight me and i was like okay i'll fight you oh you tried was to do it with rudy. just rudy <laughs> yeah and i died i was like no okay i need to figure out how to go get them and
2: it's like just the next door
1: over you can just go get them
2: and there's a little part here where you get to control hand pan. It's over oh, very yeah. quickly, but I, I thought that was fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was fun.
2: Um, so you get to the, the top of the dungeon. you you get like some random bosses sicked on you, and at this point they're forgettable because they're so easy. But um you have you find the dark teardrop, which apparently is going to reverse the effects of Cecilia's teardrop to rain down destruction from space and destroy the Ray line. So real
1: quick one thing uh, at, at the beginning of the pandemonium you like briefly see somebody that Jack seems like he remembers and then it like that's or uh, so you see Lady Harkin and then she like flashes and turns into some other woman and then they like take her and Jack like like gets all flabbergasted and stuff and then here again you see Lady Harkin. And like throughout the scene, like at some point in the scene, she like turns back into
2: um, Elmina. Elmina. By the way, on the last, not that it was wasn't super obvious or anything. On the the last club segment, I totally called this. <laughs> yeah. And so I I feel like this is yet
1: I, okay. I get it. This is like Jack's whole personal storyline coming to like uh, a culmination, uh, coming to its its peak. I'm like this also wasn't really necessary like Jack like Lady Harkin didn't also have to be some human that somehow is now a demon or something but we'll find out more
2: about that but apparently this is the whole trauma that he's been referring to the whole game is that he wasn't able to protect Elmina.
1: and his name's not Jack it's Garrett
2: yes apparently he used to be Garrett and they haven't actually told us why it changed yet right so in the game, his name is Jack Van Bureus. Oh,
1: and yeah. whenever he in that cutscene, the commander's like, "Your name is now Van Bureus because Garrett's stupid. Garrett is a stupid name." And so he's like, "Yes, I am Van Bureus." And then at at the very end, he's like, "I am Van Bureus. I am. You know, I couldn't tell you because you know my past. I was a thing in the night." And I'm like, "Okay, Van Bureus. I get it. Why Jack? Where's Jack come from?" All right, <laughs> but. I don't know. I just, I just felt like that was so odd. Like, okay, your name's
2: Garrett, uh, and then Van Buris. I got the impression and then that Jack Van Buris. Van Buris is like a type of knight or something. I have no idea. Yeah,
1: but, but at least they're trying to do also, something yeah.
2: interesting. I guess it's just not really landing for us. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: not landing for me. I feel like it's all these threads that we have to keep track of and like like individually the threads aren't too bad but they they're very thin and they're just like sprinkled on top of all this other stuff so it's like like five minutes of story and then it's kind of over i feel like it's the like, quality
2: oh. of the writing is not is not up to par with what they're actually trying to do story-wise i guess yeah
1: And it also might be translation
2: probably um so i guess that's where we ended right after we get out of pandemonium everybody's still together i think there's a part where jack apologizes to cecilia saying like i gave you such a hard time but i was just as bad um (laughs) again referring to something that happened 20 hours ago but Mm -hmm. um so overall thoughts what did you think of this section uh so gameplay wise i really enjoyed this section um i liked
1: getting the ship i liked that pandemonium puzzle. I thought that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I don't that It was like, a sh- little shorter. Yes, I love that I could do it in one morning just about. <laughs> so, yeah. I last night, I or yesterday, I got to the um, a little bit past the forest prison, and then this morning I finished it up. Um, yeah, I'd say it's probably the. Uh, my favorite segment so far yeah um and i am like i am interested in the, the little plot points that they are introducing but it's like i'm so there's just so much because it's like oh now they now we know that the demons are still a threat and they're going to destroy the world but also jack has a thing and then rudy had a thing and cecilia learned how to love and and like I don't know. There's just so much going on. Yeah,
2: I feel you. Um, I like it generally too. It's it's fine. Nothing to write home about. I feel a little bit more positive about the game. Once uh, we'll get to this in a second, but Colin like sort of put it into perspective as to how long ago this thing came out. Um. So with that, thinking about that, it's I'm a little bit more forgiving of it. Um. But it, it was a fun section. The dungeons weren't too bad. I I didn't really like De La Metallica and their are some problems with um how the enemies can just one shot you if they're lucky with the status effects um like in the the pandemonium dungeon there's an enemy that can paralyze you and i died a couple times from that because you only have one character um but overall it's pretty good um so i'm looking forward to seeing like how this thing finishes up and then uh we'll get to our real thoughts in the review i guess but uh, yes, we, we want to see what our our listeners thought.
1: Yes, let's move on to the listener feedback.
2: Okay, so I'm first, right? Yes, you are. Okay, I'm trying to get the, the link here. Um. Okay, Mini BT says, "Section feedback. I enjoyed this section, and I liked how they did a callback to the whole everything washes up at the ship graveyard. Ship graveyard." That's <laughs> funny how that was one thing we singled out as not liking. <laughs> Forest Prison is doo-doo, and I don't like one-time-only dungeons. I agree with them on that, especially if they have something important or super good only in it, which the, the Nekarmicon, which is so OP, is missable. I have mixed feelings on the story. I'm enjoying it, but it feels like they are trying to pack so many things into the world that it all feels shallow. Gollum, stream chasers, eels, time travel, airships, lost technology, demons, demon war... It's like they give a little touch on each, and then just move along. So that aligns pretty well with what we've been saying. Mm-hmm. So many BT is on the same page as us, apparently. <laughs> um, and then you want to get satans?
0: Yes, I can. I can actually talk for once. <laughs> Rich can read. I can read. So satan. Says to me, the game really started to become a chore for most all aspects, other than a few boss battles and the battle, the puzzles that I find enjoyable. The story, um, I just totally lost my place here. The story isn't doing anything for me, but to be fair, I know most of it's not just some of the little things. Uh, the constant party being too slow has become beyond infuriating, even though the invisible spell has helped keep a lot. Um, the music is still great, but at this point we are just hearing a lot of the same stuff and I already know this OST very well. Um, and a lot of these older JRPGs usually don't have the best overall writing for story, et cetera, but it's when they have that old school charm that makes them enjoyable. And I'm just not feeling it as much going back to this game for whatever reason.
2: Yeah. Fair, fair assumption. Um, I don't think Satan has not been too positive on this, the overall experience so far, which is funny because I think he was hyped about it going in. Yeah, was. Yeah. Uh, So Colin says,
1: long story short, I still and forever will enjoy the series, but agree that the story is very all over the place and not very deep. But I also have to take it from the time frame it was released in. It was a grand undertaking with many ideas to present. As a first for its style and series, there will always be things that stink. I will probably find time to play the remake and give a comparison somewhere down the road, maybe after I have a podcasting setup myself. It was also released long, not long after the N64, Super Mario 64 released that same year, Mario Kart the week before, Dragon Force on the Saturn, Super Mario RPG, uh, and a few other notables. The grand scale was to keep the attention on Sony and the PlayStation. Did it succeed? Nope. Did it find a following? Yep. Can anyone think of any other RPG set in an Old West style with magic elements derived from native beliefs? Nope, at least not at the time. So I wouldn't have even been able to name this as that that particular... Like, I didn't know this game existed until... Yeah, this RPG club.
2: Um, I'd heard of it and I'd heard good things, but I didn't knew like next to nothing about it. But the thing is, no idea that it was remade. Um, yeah, it was. I don't know how much better the remake is, but um, the alter code F. Yep, interesting. I I think that's what it's called. Um, so I think one thing interesting about that is, yes the the whole gimmick is it's an old west RPG, but I feel like there aren't actually very many western elements at all <laughs> yeah it's just uh what's her face right That's pretty much a calamity jane yeah yeah uh, there's a couple villages that are like feel western but um and then i also he brings up a very good point like i was saying i didn't realize this game was that old like right at the beginning of the playstation's lifestyle or uh, life cycle i guess so that does make me a little bit more forgiving like i said not me also I don't understand all the hype about the OST. there are some good songs but it's I wouldn't call it a, a great soundtrack necessarily
1: yeah for the most part I'm actually pretty annoyed by the soundtrack <laughs>
3: like
2: yeah it's getting it's getting kind of annoying <laughs> right And then our last feedback we didn't get a tea time from Bill um, because he sucks but he did submit a, a longish feedback here for this section. So I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read it in his accent, or try to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Feedback: I enjoyed this section a lot, especially in the save points. Dungeons in this section they were really fun and a good challenge. I really had issues with the one chess puzzle in De La Metallica. The Pandemonium Party split with added hindpan section was great fun. Airship: My first thought was, I wonder if that circle washes up on the beach. Then I got sidetracked with upgrades and forgot what I was doing, so I had to look it up. But hell yeah to air travel. Also, skidding to a landing is really fun. He is right about that. Story, I'm really enjoying it. I feel a strong link between the team. Rudy, the blood home cross robot is a cool twist, even if I literally miss the fact that the demons are all mechanically enhanced. Cecilia has grown a lot. Rudy is slowly learning how to have personality. And now we're getting lots of Jack backstory. Next stop, the end. Yeah. And that's it. (laughs) That's pretty spot on. Thank you. Yeah, very good. Um, The so bill has been very positive about this game in general i think he has not lost any love from playing this so at least we'll have some balancing of our opinions i guess when we get there but yeah that's uh all our feedback so i guess it's time to close out the show let's close it out boop boop
1: All right, everybody so that wraps up our recap of the ps5 showcase uh so next week we have the second part of the persona 5 review right scott
0: yes sir okay That's, i thought it was a, my episode i was like oh
2: crap i don't remember what we're gonna do so part two we'll cover hopefully we're aiming to finish out the persona 5 story we've got lots to cover still but we did pretty good in the first part so we'll see dang um and then so if you want to help out the show before we go, um, you can go onto your podcatcher app, you know, I, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever you listen to, and drop us a five-star review. Um, the way the algorithms work is the more, you know, the reviews actually shoot you up in the, the algorithms or whatever and makes your podcast more visible. And So we're always looking to grow the community and grow the show. So we would very much appreciate that. But there is one more thing you could do that would help us out even more.
0: Yes, and that is with that sweet, sweet Patreon. Uh, with the Patreon, you get early episode access, ad-free episodes, the aftercast, which they're recording one right after this, extra reviews done by, like we said earlier, mainly by Scott and Corey. So it's really good stuff there. RPG Club, but they just went over that, and many more things. You can find this at Patreon.com/slash RPG After Years. And just so you guys know, we're on Twitch right now. We're live twitch.tv slash rpg after years you can catch us streaming the episodes live usually
2: sundays at 9 a.m eastern and i forgot to mention earlier that uh there's a last of us one review in the planning for the patreon um jay and corey and i are going to get together for that really soon like in the next week or so so yep
1: Uh, So if you have some feedback for us or some suggestions on what we should talk about and you're not a part of our Discord, which the link for that can be found in a pinned tweet uh, as well as the show notes, then you should email us at rpgafteryears at gmail.com. On top of that, we also do have a Redbubble store. uh, So that's redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash rpgafteryears. Uh, so, on Twitter, you can find us at RPG Years. You can find me at J-A-Y-D Hizzle. You can find me at the Spot.
0: And me at HailBlue1569.
1: And you can find Bill at Matunaka. With two N's. <laughs> two N's. So, that is all we have time for today, folks. So, Final Fantasy XVI is officially on its way. Uh, Join us next time for episode 34 of the RPG After Years.
2: I'm Jay. I'm Scotty Too And
0: I'm Richie Richie Rich. Bye, friends. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.
2: bad Phyllis. i feel like that was a okay. pretty pretty good episode this has been a presentation of the we can make this work probably network
0: follow us on twitter
2: at probably work for more of our questionable content
0: also we have a website called probablywork.com.